Welcome back to the Christian Soldier Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Spurbeck. Thank you for joining us for another episode and a second part to the one we started last week. And uh, we looked at time last week. And speaking of time, before I forget, I wanted to give a quick little announcement uh, that next week's episode for March 13th, we're not going to be having one. Uh, we're we're going to have that be a, a catch-up week. If you haven't been able to catch up on this year's episodes, or maybe you missed some last year, I'd uh, like you to do that. I'm going to be out of town on vacation that week, so we're not going to be having one. So uh, just maybe go back and listen to uh, another one. And uh, so I just want to let you know that if you are on the 13th, so what happened? There's no episode. Uh, that's why, because I'm going to be on vacation. But we'll pick it right up again the following week. All right, let's get back into time. So uh, kind of in a practical uh, section here, we looked at time. And, you know, I think we just under- understand how precious time is. God has given us only a certain amount of time to live our life. Uh, our life is even a vapor, as, as James tells us. And we, we have to understand that the time that we spend doing things, is are we using it in a biblical way, in a way that God would have us spend it, or are we using it in a way that is a waste? And so this episode is going to be a little bit more practical in the sense of that I'm going to share with you some things you can do. Maybe last week's episode hit you hard. I know it hit me hard. It's like, wow, how much time am I wasting doing these different things? Uh, I have to be careful. I have to make conscious decisions. I don't just need to let time be to slip away and be stolen from me by the decisions I make. I need to keep track of and be efficient in how I use my time. So I just will say this. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome to the podcast. If you have not listened to last week's episode yet, please go back and listen to last week's episode. It will help you greatly to understand what I'm talking about. So I just gave you that little bit of an intro. So to fully expand that, please go back and listen to that one first and then come back and listen to this episode, okay? So uh, what we're going to look at today is what, mainly the way area where we waste our time is on our phones, okay? So there are some tools. I'm just going to give you some tools here, some practical things that you can use in order to keep track of how much time you're spending on your phone, okay? So here are some smartphone tools. If you spend too much time on your phone, then there are tools that can help you. Uh, and experts have noticed trouble in this with teenagers, with adults. Uh, and thankfully, these cell phone companies are providing tools to help. Uh, iPhone uh, or Apple, for uh, example, on iPhone and Mac, uh, iOS or all their devices, uh, they have something called screen time. I mentioned this last week. Uh, and screen time is uh, just exactly that. It shows you how much time you spend on each app, how much time you spend per day. Uh, now, it doesn't come automatically turned on, but you can turn it on and it'll begin tracking what's going on in your apps, how much time you're spending in each one. Uh, also, when you look at screen time, it has a little bit of a graph and one that takes up uh, disproportionate, okay, a majority of the time it'll highlight in red and it will say, hey, do you want to add a limit to this device or to this, uh, to this app uh, because it's taking too much time? Uh, and also, it adds up all those couple minutes you spend here on Instagram or messaging or different things like that. And you, I understand not all, we need to use our phones, okay? Uh, uh, if you have a job that requires that, you know, uh, I'm a pastor. I need my, I need a smartphone. Uh, you know, sometimes I wish I had a, a basic phone, but I need a smartphone for all the things I need to do and all the uh, people I message and things that I do all the time with email and different things like that. Uh, basically, my phone is my office when I'm not in my office. So I, re- I need one, but I need to be careful that I use it carefully and for the glory of God. So screen time has that. You can also be accountable to someone uh, that uh, they get your information 
uh, if they have another uh, Apple device. I'm not sure if it works outside of that, but uh, you can get have a screen time passcode established so that you can't change the limits. If you're really addicted to a certain thing and you really want that limited, then uh, give it to your spouse or give it to somebody that you trust. Uh, then they will be able to help you with that and keep you accountable. I think we all need accountability. Uh, we are not an island to ourselves. Well, that's my private business. Well, if your private business is causing you to sin, then you need someone's help. Okay, and that's just that's just pride right there. Nothing more, nothing less than pride. We need help. We need accountability. I'm accountable to my wife for how much time I'm on there, and she's accountable to me for how much time she spends on there. And that's what a marriage is about, and that's what a relationship is about. We trust each other, and we want to help each other. Uh, not allow these things to control our lives because they very easily can, and there have been times when they have. So just be honest here. All of us have been there. Uh, maybe you haven't. Praise God if you've never been there, but their digital devices can take over your life, especially if maybe they're a new thing in your life. If you're younger and maybe you just got a smartphone and it's a new thing to you, need to have protections in place and learn how to control it. Now, the counterpart to that, if you have an Android phone, is called digital well-being, and that does the same exact thing. Uh, it's a little bit different. I think screen time's better. Uh, and but I but the digital well-being is something that uh, I think is a, is a good thing, and I think it's something that uh, is a tool because it's the same type of issues that we're having is digital uh, addiction, digital media addiction. So that does the same exact thing. I don't have as much experience with that because I am an iPhone user, but it does essentially the same thing. Uh, but if you don't have something like that, or you don't like the detail, the features there. There are three apps. I never use these apps, but these are the recommended ones if you're dealing with this. Uh, one's called Social Fever. It helps limit your uh, your use. The same kind of the same thing as Screen Time. Uh, another one's called Freedom, appropriately named Freedom uh, to be freedom from having your digital device. Uh, it actually, oh, and this is kind of funny. Uh, the digital well-being on Android. I just want to go back to that for a second. It actually will have a setting where you can set up uh a reminder to look up and pay attention around if you're walking with your phone to it'll give you real little reminders to look up and look around and pay attention to what's going on around you who would have thought that we've come to that and said this is how bad this problem is getting uh crazy if you need a reminder to get look up and look around you there are you have problems there are problems in your life uh in that at that point that is not that is addiction right there if you can't even look up and see what's going on and make eye contact with people that is a problem so uh, the third one is space. Uh, this one's a little different. It helps you set goals and reach them in regards to how little uh, or how much or how much you want to reduce your phone usage. So uh, that's a good one there. So those are all free. You can download those. Um, and then, the, here, but here's the big question though. Uh, you know, smartphone is a tool and there are tools there to help you use it effectively. Great. But here's the main area. Do you really need a smartphone? Many things that we do are influenced by the culture around us. Everybody has a, a smartphone. Everyone has an iPhone. Everyone has a uh, a uh, Android phone or you know Samsung, whatever it is. The the new things that I think is the new Samsung S twenty three is the newest. Uh, I remember when it was be like the S two and S three. That's funny. Uh, you know, and the iPhone now is the iPhone fourteen. You know, uh, the latest and greatest. And many things that we have, especially smartphone usage, is influenced by the culture around us. Like, well, I need it for this. I need it for, I need it for the good camera. Can I just be honest with you here? The, all the things that your smartphone does, your camera, uh, the the email, different things like that, you can get a tablet for that. You can get a, you can have a computer for that, or you could get a digital camera for that. So it's nice that it's all in one place, and that's handy, and that's what its intention was. But do you 
have a, a, a why let's ask these let's just ask these questions okay let's just ask the question why do you have a smartphone well because everybody else has if you the reason you have a smartphone is because everybody else does that is a wrong answer we never do things because everybody else is doing it especially as christians we don't ever do that now do you need one okay maybe your job you need one but do why do you have it? well that's just what the cell phone company gave me i understand that they push smartphones and if you get you know have cell phone providers they want you to have these latest and greatest phone why because the, the cell phone companies pay them to do that okay but um here's the next question <laughs> do you really need it do you really need a smartphone do you need a, a smartphone to function in your life well i like its functions okay you like its functions do you need them that's the question not everyone needs a smartphone and here's the third question to really be an honest. Would it help you spiritually, especially? Would it help you to not waste time? Would it help you spiritually? Would it help keep wicked things not from being in front of your face? Would it help you not to have a smartphone? Would it be helpful to you? Would you be less anxious? Would you be less depressed by the things that you see on social media? Uh, I'm not saying you get rid of social media completely, but to be honest, a lot of it is not anything that's going to help you. And maybe you're one of those people, there's, there's a growing number of people, by the way, that are just getting rid of social media because they don't need it. I don't have it. You know why? Because I don't need it. Um, you know, I know some preachers and things, they have Twitter and these different things. They want to influence the world. Great. Uh, let's influence the world through preaching and through witnessing and not using, you know, our social media platform. I'm not saying it's wrong to do that. I know a lot of people do that, but uh, I just don't, I don't see it. Maybe, and that's just me. I'm not judging those people. I'm not saying they're terrible for having that. But that's just me. I don't need to influence people. I just need to be the best pastor that I can be. And the best pastor I can be involves not having social media. Uh, and that's just, that's me. That's my personal decision. And uh, some people will look at that and they'll judge that, but I'm not judging them. If they have it, if they use it for wicked things, they don't need it. Uh, however, if you use it to contact family and friends and keep in contact with them, that's fine. Uh, people use it for good things. However, let's just be honest, the majority of things on social media are not good and are not positive and are not going to help you in your walk with God. Um, so I understand, like I said, some people need a smartphone to do their job or school or et cetera. They need that. Uh, however, many teenagers, okay, many, I say many, most I should say, and some adults don't really need one. You know, you need a cell phone to call and to text somebody, your parents or work or something like that. But you, to be honest, you don't really need a smartphone. There are some jobs, you know, if you're a door dasher, you need a smartphone, okay? Because <laughs> that's the only way it, that your job works. There's different jobs that you have out there. You need a smartphone. But if, uh, especially, here's, an, here's a question. If you're addicted and the smartphone is your master, then you really need to consider getting a basic phone. We call them dumb phones. They're really not dumb. They're basic phones that have basic functionality, which is what cell phones were originally intended for. Cell phones weren't intended to have all this functionality that they have now. They are out there, and to be honest, you'll save money every month if you use a different cell phone provider. You'll save a lot of money because they don't use the data and all that kind of thing. So let's have some, and we've looked at the practical considerations. Okay, you know, what about some scripture? Okay, so let's have some scriptural considerations. 1 Corinthians 9.27, But I keep under my body and bring it unto subjection, lest that by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. We do need to consider that if we are addicted to digital media or phone use, then we are not able to fully devote ourselves to God. We're not able to because Matthew 6, 24 says, No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. And so you can put, and mammon is anything that is flesh-based. Money is a, an association, but it's just in a general term that talks about things that are worldly. So you cannot serve God and Facebook. 
You cannot serve God and Instagram. You cannot serve God and YouTube. You cannot serve God and you fill in the blank. Your cell phone, your iPad, your video game console, your Xbox, your PS5, whatever it is. You cannot serve God and that. No man can serve two masters. So we need to ask a simple question. Who's your master? And you'll know where your master is, who your master is, by how much time you spend serving that master. How much time, let's be honest, we talked about time. How much time are we spending serving God or serving our cell phone? Which is really serving ourselves, to be honest with you. That's your, your, your ma- so you cannot serve God and yourself. Okay, we, Humanism is the fastest growing religion, always has been, always will be, the religion of me and, my, and myself. And that's what a lot of these cell phone apps are designed to do. And they're designed to addict you, designed to make you feel like you need to have them. And there is a neurological aspect of that, but really it's just, an, it's capitalizing on the sin nature, the selfishness of mankind. That's what it capitalizes on, and it's wrong. And if it's your master, then you need to ask the simple question, who is your master? If it's your master, then get rid of that master and, and turn to Jesus Christ as your Lord and your master, okay? Uh, and then when you and if we are addicted, then you need to get honest and admit it. That's the first step with any addiction, whether it's pornography, drugs, alcohol, whatever it is. Uh, you need to be honest, and then get honest and admit it, and then get some help. First, repent to the Lord and ask God for wisdom, and take steps. Get help. Take steps to separate yourself from your former master and cleave to Jesus Christ. Get help. If you're addicted to your cell phone where you cannot put it down and you're that person that on average picks it up 344 times a day every four minutes and really said, well, really, really, preacher, it's worse than I pick it up like every one to two minutes. I just have to constantly be looking every time a notification. I have an impulse to go look at that. Then you need help. That's an addiction. If your phone can go off and you can leave it there. You can't leave it there for five minutes until you finish what you're doing. You have to drop what you're doing. You have to set the child down. You have to stop feeding the child. You have to do whatever you have to do. You or if you have children or you have to, uh, you're driving and you're in a, you know in a dangerous situation. But you have to look at that phone. There's a compulsion there. That's addiction. If you have that compulsion, no matter what, that it changes your behavior to where you would rather spend time on your phone than spend it with people. Then you're addicted. You have a problem. You've allowed that to become a master, and you need to take steps to separate from that master because that master is not good, and that master is demonic, and that master will only take you away from Jesus Christ. And we're to have no other gods before Jehovah God. Our God is a good God. He is a wonderful God, and he deserves our respect. He deserves our love. He deserves everything that we have. He is our Lord and our master, and we need to serve him. And if something's getting in the way of your service, then it needs to go. If the if what you need, and some people need this, not saying everybody, but some people need this. If the smartphone is getting in the way of your service to God, then you need to get the basic phone. It's not worth it to have an ineffective Christian life just because you want a piece of technology. So that today, that's my encouragement for you today. Consider these things. Hopefully, maybe you know somebody that's addicted. This can be helpful to them. They need help. Maybe you can help them. I know you can help them with the Word of God. And they need to be faced with the reality. There's a problem, and they need to admit there's a problem. And and by the way, you're never going to help somebody until they admit there's a problem. Yeah, they say, well, I don't have a problem. You can tell them you're blue in the face. They won't do anything about it. But they have to understand that it's wrong, it's a sin, and it's something that God can help them with and that they need to turn from. Well, thank you for tuning in this week. Don't forget to share us on uh, Instagram, or not Instagram, social media there, on social media. Uh, if you have that on Facebook, uh, you know, Twitter, different places, uh, we're at rss.com. Also, sermonaudio.com. Uh, text us. You can uh, you can uh, uh, share 
a link by text or by email uh, if this has been an encouragement to you. Maybe somebody that is in need and that has a problem, maybe they're struggling with a spouse that has this issue or a child, please send this over to them and we'd love to be a blessing and a help to them and uh, also to get in touch with some resources that can help you. Uh, if you have an idea for a topic of this for this podcast, info at tbcclean.org would be great for you to send an email to us. We'd love to hear from you. And if this has been a blessing to you, please let us know. We'd love to give praise to God for it. And the reason we do this is to help fight the fight of faith and to know how to battle the things that we deal with today. And the issue of time and the issue of digital addiction is real and it's becoming more and more to the forefront. And this is something that we need to battle. And you might be battling it right now. Can I tell you right now, to anybody listening right now, that is battling any type of addiction. There is hope, there is peace, and there is grace in Jesus Christ. And you can get victory with the help of the Lord. Believe that and get some help. Get to a biblical counselor. Get to, get to a good pastor that can help you and counsel you and show you what God's Word has to say. Well, thank you for tuning in today, and I'll see you next time.